<laughs> What's up, YouTube nights? Welcome to Lords the Long Box Fantasy Cup for Ice Top 10 for the week ending 12 12 2023. Um, we've had a bit of a libations in the in in the green room. Um, so <laughs> it's the holidays, man. Yes, yes, it do, is. No judgment during the holidays. That's like a rule, right? Yeah. Right, we can show no up judgment, bit. no judgment, no judgment at all, and um, no judgment, not even uh, like even after the holidays or before the holidays, right? Right. Yeah. Shit. Don't I have holiday Christmas? Oh man, where where to go? DJ Lady Sal used to do a Christmas one. Okay. What oh, what are we man. doing? Oh, what are we what are we searching for here? Today? We're looking for a Christmas uh, some. Some music uh, for you guys. Uh, here, this is the closest to uh, Christmas right here. This is a very, very you know Christmassy song. Ladies and gentlemen, DJ Pimp. When, 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 when you're ready, your your six minutes starts now. Check, 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 check this out. See, Festi festive, cool. right? Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Uh, for uh, those who are DJs or know about DJing, does karaoke is... DJing uh, count too? <laughs> How do you karaoke uh, DJ? Like, you just pick the song you're gonna sing? I have no idea. He <laughs> no. is doing what they call the uh, um, hamster scratch. Meaning the crossfader is on the opposite side. So just a little fun note for you guys right there. Uh, <laughs> welcome to the Cover Price Hot 10. Uh, this show is brought to our friends over at CoverPrice.com for you. Price guides, collections, and trends. Hi down over to CoverPrice.com. Fuck it. Why not? And then yeah. our show is also <laughs> sponsored by uh, Bird City Comics. She's just a part of L-O-T-L-V. Bird City in the house. Yes. Yeah, Laura's had a few drinks in her. Uh, you got 15% off. Uh, anything dropping uh, Friday? Uh, I don't know. Oh, oh. 
couldn't tell you. I'm not sure. Probably. Is that because you're drunk or are you being mysterious? This is gonna be this is gonna be a hoot of a show. I tonight, guys. don't know if we're if we're launching something. If we are, I'll tell you guys on Thursday, but I don't know right now. Not sure. All right, let's get right to it, boys and girls. Uh, this is the list that covers the top uh, selling books on the aftermarket in both percentage and uh, price. So uh, let's go right to it. What? Yeah, hell yeah, let's do up. this. Let's, let's do, do this. Oh, look at this cover, man. Oh my hey. god. Runner up is Venom number twenty eight by Arthur Adams. This is the one in twenty five ratio by Marvel, published in twenty twenty three. The most recent Venom run has it all. Symbiote teams up, Venom and Toxin thrown down, some interdimensional travel, and more. Add a sick and 125 Arthur Adams variant to the mix, and the aftermarket picks up. Fans love the depiction of Venom and all his ferocity. Anytime the community gets a book like this, they typically move well. We track 21 copies sold at a seven-day trend of 134%. With a high sale of $45 for a raw copy and a current raw near mint fair market value of $27. The tongue's like popping out at us. Does it feel like that for yeah. you guys? Yeah. Isn't that awesome? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I love that. Man. Copy 801 says attractive sniff TiVo. I heard thang. I heard thag. Um, <laughs> my allergies just started kicking in like yeah, literally 15, 20 mi minutes ago. So uh, yeah. That's unfortunate. Uh, I'll try to mute for you guys so you guys don't hear the, uh, you know, galosh. We, we can't, we can't all sound sexy, right? I can. Yeah, we can. It's a tough job. I can. You know what yes, I'm saying? Yes, you can. Hey, only only I, one. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> all right, Venom number 28, the Art Adams one in 25, Raw Dog, 45 Bones. All right, let's get through the top 10. Okay, so oh, wow. let's talk a little bit about The Huntress, number one, from 1989. So back in July, a rumor broke out on Reddit that James Gunn's Chapter 2 of the DCEU would include a Huntress movie. Yay! The highly detailed rumor explained that the movie would be a foreign language film played out entirely in Korean. A couple of weeks ago, comic book legend Bomb Layton shared on X. Oh, or wait, wait. Old, it's formally Say Twitter. that again? It's going to be Bob in Korean? Layton. What? You said Korean. Korean, yeah. Korean. Yeah. What did so I say? Hunt Hunters is Korean? No, she's not that I know of. Matter of fact, yeah. Huntress played just on the, the last Birds of Prey, man, and she wasn't Black. Korean on there. All right. Hi, I'm sorry, Laura. I'm going to get to it. Just just let me explain here. Okay, so formally Twitter, a link from comicbookmovie.com confirming that the villainess director, Jung Young-gil, ah. was in talks to write and direct the project, which is currently in development. So there you go. In case you haven't heard, The Villainess is a famed Korean film known for its adrenaline pumping and novel action scenes. In fact, John Wick 3 is said to draw inspiration for its action scenes from this clip. And if you guys go to the Cover Price website, there's a little link so you can see the clip. However, this book is not the first appearance of the Huntress. Hel Helena Wayne, the first Huntress appearance, makes her cameo debut in All-Star Comics number 69. However, this is the first appearance of Helena Bertinelli, the third iteration and more popular version of the Huntress. We tracked 19 copies sold at a seven-day trend of 108% with a high sale of 200 bucks for a CGC 9.8 and a raw, very fine, fair market value of 
Outstanding job, Laura. Great job on that. Hunt, number one, CC 9.8 for $200. Um, they did her wrong in Birds of Prey. I meant that, you know, that's not like the hunters from the comic books. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you know, hopefully they'll right. get a ass kicking, you know, uh, hunters that we deserve like Mockingbird. All right. Number 10, hunters number one. All right. What happened? Number nine. Yeah. Number nine is what monster. In the hell? Yeah. Number nine. Monster in my pocket, number one. That's what she said. By Harvey, published wow. in 1991. No, no. <laughs> Her deadline, Monster in my pocket, is the latest toy brand that is set to be turned into a television series. Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith, Westbrook Studios, and Alter mm. Rock Pictures have teamed up to develop a live-action series ad adaptation. The two companies are meeting with writers to turn the collection of over 200 pocket-sized collectible monsters drawn from global myth and legends into a series. The brand was launched in 1989 by former Mattel execs Joe Morrison and John Weems and has sold over 500 million units globally. It has been an ABC animated TV series, comic books, and Nintendo games. Copies have already begun selling briskly. We tracked 14 copies sold at a seven-day trend of 188% with a high sale of $21 for a raw copy and a current raw fine, fair market, fine, fair market value fine. of $10. Wait, you guys didn't have these? You never had the little monster in your pocket figurines? No, I when I was, no, when I was like 17 or 18, yeah. No, they were like these little tiny fluorescent little things that you could collect. Oh, toys. No, no, no. Yeah, I didn't have toys. No. Yeah. Yeah. To <sighs> All right. <laughs> number nine, monster <laughs> in my pocket. Number one, raw dog. 21 bones. <laughs> All right. Uh, a returning champion here. Yeah. Um, this is actually kind of bumming me out because I haven't seen the movie yet. And everybody's been talking about it. And I don't know if I'll have time to see this. Anymore. Actually, though, I was I'm watching the uh, the ABC, uh, the Apple series on that. Yeah. Actually, Monarch. Too. The Monarch. Yeah. yeah. I was yeah. actually watching that. So that's actually pretty good, man. I enjoy that. We need to get our butts to the theater because, OK, number eight, we have Godzilla number one from 1977. In this day and age of slow moving U.S. box office. Who would have thought that Godzilla would breathe life into cinema? As of December 10th, Godzilla minus one overtook the box office and was declared North America's largest Japanese live action release. It is also one of the best reviewed films of the year. On top of this monumental achievement, Warner Brothers released the first trailer for the newest Godzilla movie in the franchise, Godzilla vs. Kong. The new empire. The trailer. Well, I don't know. Does X mean versus? Uh, say it again. again. So if you have Godzilla X con, is it versus con? What does the X mean? Fuck, I don't know. X okay, well, Godzilla, uh, Godzilla and Kong. It says Godzilla X con the new empire. Yes. So I don't know what that means. The trailer yes. was a major hit, and fans of Godzilla series highly anticipate the sequel. Godzilla is the king of monsters once more. We tracked 23 copies sold at a seven-day trend of 115%, with a high sale of $550 for a CGC 9.8, and a current raw, very fine, fair market value of $62. Yes. Oh, oh, thank you, JLS. 
Yeah, X is more like collab than verse. Okay, We're like teaming yeah. up. Yeah, I, I saw the Man. trailers for Godzilla minus one, and it looks really good. So yeah. it takes place after uh, World War Two. Um, and if you don't know, when the original Godzilla came out, it was a metaphor for the um, uh, the the, the bombings in hiroshima and nagasaki okay right um so and so basically you know he spawned from radiation from the fallout from the really? nuclear radiation yeah i did not know that um yeah because after world war ii um japan couldn't have a military uh that was part of the the treaty accords that they did so um nice. the only thing they could do was fight monsters so they made godzilla um yeah i, I remember as a kid man monster theater man i, I was that was I like remember that like, yes oh, I, I do yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, would, they, would, they would stand up and talk and you know, those guys are like little robot guy and yeah and then remember in the 80s there was a godzilla cartoon as well yes i do remember that yeah oh my god yeah, i'm making showing my well, age here yeah, and Laura's like, what the fuck are you guys talking about, man? I, mean, I don't remember a Godzilla cartoon. A lot of the times you guys say you remember this stuff, I'm like, whoosh, right up in my head. Whatever, man. Right, anyway, number eight in the list is Godzilla Boy, number yeah. one. <laughs> Creeping up already. 9.8 for 550. All right. Yeah. For number seven. Yeah, number seven. Oh, here Damn. we go again. Yeah. Swifties. She's back. She is back. Dazzler number one by Marvel published in 1981. This book is still generating tons of heat. That heat is still coming from the rumor that Taylor Swift will take on the role of Dazzler in the new Deadpool 3 film. However, that is all has been a rumor. <laughs> Blah. That is all it has been, a rumor. No further information has leaked, but the rumor was so strong that sales continue to keep this book in our watch list. We tracked 20 copies sold at a seven-day trend, 142% with a high sale of $266 for a CGC 9.8 copy and a current raw near mint fair market value of $28. I think it's because she was named person of the year. So now she's like back in the news again and everybody's like Taylor Swift. Is Ooh, she person of the year? Yeah. 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 Times person of the year. Yeah. It is. I mean, she wields an incredible amount of power. She can literally change the economy when she shows up to concerts. It, she it's does. Nuts. Yeah, she does. In L.A., I remember they were saying uh, it, it boosted like 500 million uh, for local uh, businesses. Crazy, right? She's essentially her own superhero because her coming and doing these concerts and her singing, she literally yeah. is the dazzler. She can just it's cool be crazy, with. isn't it? Man, she's yeah. like freaking. I think there, she can. I, I mean. I'm still hesitant on this as her being Dazzler, but I'd rather have Taylor Swift than uh, than Fergie. Wait, why are you hesitant? She's a good actress. She was in that no, one. I mean, movie. no, the rumors though. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Oh, I mean, okay. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. So we'll see. Um, but when? Oh man, when it does get announced, this this book is gonna go through Ruth. Uh, trust me. Number seven on the list is Dazzler number one, 9.8 for $266. What do I have for six, six number boat. six? Ooh, I love oh, this one. Okay. Yes. Number six, we got the Spectre number eight from 1969. Sometimes an entry lands in our top 10, and we literally have no idea why. 
Despite searching for news or any specific reason, we can't figure out why some books have sudden surges in sales and trends. Often, these are due to YouTube channels covering the book, inspiring collectors to pick up a copy, and so on. The only news we could find is about James Gunn teasing a future Kingdom Come storyline a year ago. This tease brought widespread attention to the Spectre, who plays a significant role in that storyline. Within this specific issue, the only notable info is around the Spectre being cursed with a random weakness during battle after acting rashly and almost killing several humans. This Nick Cardi cover and Steve Skeet story has attracted the eyes of many collectors. We tracked 15 copies sold at a seven-day trend of 199%, with a high sale of $75 for a raw copy and a current raw, fine, fair market value of $30. Skeet, 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 skeet. Um, skeet, 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 skeet. What? It's you never heard that. What skeet, was skeet, that? Skeet, skeet, skeet. It's a song. My man. son does that. He'll go over. Skeet, yeah. Skeet, 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 skeet. Um, the Spectre number uh eight, raw dog, seventy five bones. Um, he has been grossly underused. Um, I mean, I think there was one animated show that he was in briefly but i mean wait what on. show was it oh fuck oh, you just man. tease us you just dangle the specter in front of us and don't tell us where was he in a show no he was remember. like he was just like he just showed up you know what i mean oh just showed up hey yeah, how's he, it going he cameo showed up he's just like <laughs> showed up he's like you about to die all right <laughs> Okay. All right. Number six on the list is Inspector number eight. Trust me. Just just go just just Google it, man. I trust you. I trust you. You guys got the fucking a uh, supercomputer in your hands, you know, uh, in, in the form yeah. of a phone. So do it. Do All it. right. What do we have for number five? Oh, number five is Miles Morales, Spider-Man number 12 by David Balden. One in 25 by Marvel published in 2023. With the gang war. Event setting the kickoff. This is the penultimate issue before the series begins. David Balden illustrates a beautifully contrasted, minimalistic piece. He captures the city skyline in bold white and black while he bathes the remainder of the cover in a deep red of Miles' costume. This cover is an excellent example of the negative space variant we've seen lately. And most fans think so as well. The book has been selling fast on the aftermarket and are quickly picking up value. We tracked 20 copies sold at a seven-day trend of 162%. The high sale of $68 for a raw copy and a current raw near-mint fair market value of $65. Yeah. All right. See, I'm not crazy. Mojo Quid said he was in Constantine's special feature uh, uh, showing what happened to old Johnny Boy after the previous DC animated universe ended. Mm. Uh, see, I'm not crazy. It's Constantine. What do you think about these uh, sort of kind of the the negative, <laughs> you know, I want to say negative, the, I don't know, the uh, negative space? Yeah, negative space yeah. variants. I mean, I mean, it's almost they're fantastic. Negative space variants are so cool. Yeah, I, yeah. I like them personally. I, I, I like them. I enjoy them. Either very them. minimalistic, of course, but I, it says a lot. It does. And yeah, it's, it's Constantine, like Clementine. Constantine. Constantine. No, it's, 
it's Constantine. Constantine. I'll fight you. Constantinian. You want to fight me, though? Let's go. Well, we'll fight to the death. Oh no! Here we, I've been doing pick collage. Her, I think I can take you. We're about to rush. Pick your weapon: swords, eyes, <laughs> or guns, wine, or, daggers, or beer, or nunchucks. <laughs> nunchucks. That would be fun. And wait, Mojo Quinn is saying this doesn't count as negative space. Why not? Like, look at his shoulder. Is there any line? I, from what I can see, there's no line dividing. His color of a suit versus the background, but if I'm wrong, mm. correct me. But yeah, I mean it's uh, it's negative space, but not as negative as the other ones. You know what I mean? Um, uh, when you when you think about it, um, yeah. so it is. We'll, we'll give it a semi-negative. You know what I mean? For which one? This one. This one. Yeah. 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 All right. Number four on the list: Miles Morales, Spider-Man, number twelve. The one in 25 variant, Raw Dog, 68 mm-hmm. Bones. What you, oh, like it. Back again. Damn. Here we go again. Yeah. Marvel Superheroes Secret Wars number eight makes number four, which we've talked about this so many times that I don't even think you guys need an explanation, but here we go. 1984. It's amazing because of the year I was born. This book's like, boom, Laura was born this year. <laughs> That's why. Whatever. All right. So this book is a staple for any fans of Spider Man or Venom. It's iconic. And the alien symbiote's debut that leads to Spider Man's black suit. Blah, 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 blah. That symbiote becomes Venom. Blah, 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 blah. Venom has recently taken the spotlight due to the release of the PS5 game Spider Man 2. Fans are also still waiting for any news on the T symbiote storyline from No Way Home. We'll likely see this book swing back and forth on our top list for years. We tracked 28 copies sold at a seven-day trend of 126%, with a high sale of $665 for a CGC 9.8, and a raw, very fine fair market value of $125. Uh, Marvel Superhero Sickle Wars, number eight. Uh, There was a great comment here. Um, no, he wasn't that contentined the special. No, feature. no, no, no. Uh, something about um, watch the what? movie or cartoons to see how it's pronounced. Uh, and well, that's a good point. Right. He yeah, it's in the comments in the, how you pronounce yeah. his name. Yeah, but you know, here's what here, here's one that'll throw you for a loop. Hmm. Raz Ghoul. All right. Raz Al Ghoul. Yeah. I also named a uh, herd Rage Al Ghoul. I mean, they just, yep, yep. Yeah, yep, it's that. it's like, you know, it's like all over the place. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, yeah. Constantine, tomato, tomato, whatever, man. But I'm down. Chad Cates commenting that I'm turning 40 this year. That That's that's hurtful, Chad. I would Who would you guys rather have play Constantine? Keanu Reeves or the, the blonde-headed English chap? Well, the blonde-headed English dude, I think, would do a lot better because. Oh, the blonde, give me more than that. Who are you talking about? The guy that was in, uh, he was in the DC he the t- show. He was in a TV show. He was in the, yeah. the, the Constantine television show. Yeah. Hold on. He, he's also he had, the voice. Yeah, the English. Matt yeah, Ryan. The English accent. Yeah, yeah, had, Matt Ryan. You know. Yeah. He, um, he was in that uh, uh, fucking Heroes of Forever Tomorrow, whatever, uh, that show, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. And he, does, he, and he does the voice on all the DC animated movies, so... Wait, I so Marty Matt, says Matt Ryan. Who do you think, TiVo? I think Matt Ryan. Really? Yeah. Because he has to say bollocks and bugger. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
Well, and Keanu Reeves, if you saw, if you saw Constantine, he didn't. I mean, he did a good job. It just, I, I, he didn't strike me as a Constantine. You know, he right. has to have a he has to have a uh, uh, English a British accent. Yeah, yeah, hands down, hands down, can't do it. I'll give you that. All right, uh, number three on the list is something uh, Laura and uh, you guys should be familiar with. <gasps> there it is. There it is. Number three is Stray Dogs number one, and I hope I'm saying this right. This is Forstner and Fleece. Hopefully yes. I said that right. Uh, yes. This is the regular oh, by Amazing. Image, Yeah, <laughs> published in 2021. Stray Dogs are back. When the issue debuted, it was the hottest book Image has dropped in a while. During the COVID pandemic, this issue reached raw highs about $60. While it isn't reaching those values currently, it has still picked up tons of speed. The reason for this is twofold. The first and primary reason is that Paramount Animation has taped Gary Doberman, which is Annabelle Creation, as a producer for Stray Dog series adaptation. Stagging Snagging Doberman is the first significant step that the series has taken in a long time, reigniting interest in the future of the adaptation. Secondly, the creator of Stray Dog announced a new series titled Feral, described as The Walking Dead meets the Aristocats. I'm sorry. It's already generating hype. Right on the line there, Marty. Right on the line there. Both of these announcements have put the spotlight back on Stray Dogs, and we tracked 23 copies, so it is a seven-day trend of 176% with a high sale of $100 for a CGC copy and a current raw near-mint fair market value of $23. Have you guys read this series, either of you? I have not. Um, no, but I will because, you know what? I have a ton of them thanks to Bird City Comics. So uh, I don't oh, have, have a single one. You have the 8 billion genies version of this, but no, stray dogs is like essentially this guy like murders the owners and then takes the dogs. It's a very really? dark twisted. Yeah, it, it's crazy. Um, And then the feral book that just got announced. I was actually talking to Trish about this. All I'll say is this. I can't do any spoilers, but I'll say this. The feral books that are coming out are even more violent, more intense than what you saw in stray dogs. Really? Yeah, and uh, the guy from Bloomhouse is doing it, so uh, I have. Yeah, I always told you Bloomhouse does good horror, so and, and small yeah. budget, so I I'm down yeah. for it. All right, uh, number three on the list is Stray Dogs. Number one, the regular cover. Not Wait, hold on, Tivo. Before you go, what what's the name of the direct, or the creators again? I want to hear you say it, Tivo. Forstner and Fleece. Okay, Marty. For the longest time, he would say Fleek. It's on Fleek, Fleek son. Yeah, I even met the guy and I was like, Tony Fleek. And he goes, yeah, JB, you're like, he didn't correct me. Man. And I was like, no, nah, my bad. I'm at Fleece. He goes, it's all good, man. It was like really cool cat, man. Uh, Tony yeah, yeah. Fleece. Yeah, he's nice. Um, yeah, he's Tony really cool. Fleece. And then uh, and he was uh, signing books. I signed a book and I even did a character. Or uh, excuse me, a remark and gave it to uh, Laura's young son. There, uh, what's the... Laura's young son's name, Tivo? Adam. Oh damn! Yes, that's correct. <laughs> I didn't think you'd get that. Okay. Yeah, Adam that's likes true. comic books. He's into jujitsu and martial arts and all kinds of stuff. Shoot, that's true. There I'm gonna go. steal him from you guys. All right. <laughs> 
<laughs> number three in the list, three dogs, number one. All right. All right. All right. It always shows up. Yep, here we go. Number two, shocker. We have Spawn number one, <laughs> 1992. So if you guys have been following this channel or comics in general, Spawn is a consistent top 10 veteran. This book is one of the best-selling comic books of all time. Even when there is no news, this book finds its way into the top spot. It's one of the most sought-after first appearances and one of the most affordable. This combination keeps it moving in the aftermarket. Uh, it's Sky, this combination, yeah, blah, 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 blah. We recorded 48 copies sold with a seven-day trend of 99%. <laughs> copy achieved a high sale of 190. I'm ad-libbing a little bit here. And a yeah, current raw near mint fair market value sits pretty at $74. All right. Spot number I like one. I, I like the ad-lib. I like the blah, blah, blah tonight. Blah, so. blah, yeah, that, that was for blah, the blah, one blah, dude. Ad-libs. <laughs> I was for that one dude complaining that we're uh, monotone and drab reading a script. Yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> we're not anymore. Hey, if you want to come on the show and give it a shot, man. Give it a shot. You- hey, yeah. hey, that, you know, it's not easier than we make it sound. And I know <laughs> I don't make it sound easy at all. Welcome it's to the Terror Drone. All right. Spawn. This word. number one. I don't know where this came out of from, but uh, I'm sure we're about to find out. Yeah. Oh, look at this one. Old school. Number one is Justice League number one. This is the the direct sales published by DC in 1987. The DCEU has been making strides with James Gunn at the helm. Casting has been slowly rolling out, and the most recent one involved the recasting of Maxwell Lord. Previously, Pedro Pascal played Maxwell Lord in the Wonder Woman 1984 film. In the latest news... James Gunn cast his brother Sean Gunn as the titular villain. Deadline reported that James Gunn would introduce the character in the background of Superman Legacy and will appear across multiple films and series in the new DCEU. As fans scramble to grab this key, it is likely to see an increase in value as more information about the importance of Maxwell Lord's role comes to light. We tracked 32 copies sold at a seven-day trend of 152%. With a high sale of $114 for a CGC 9.8 copy and a current raw, near mint, I'm sorry, very fine, fair market value of $13, blah, 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 blah. (laughs) (laughs) The end of the show. (laughs) Yeah. My uh, favorite Green Lantern with a really, really sus haircut. Um... Mr. Uh, whatever his name is, that that villain, um, man, I want a woman 84 movie. It was I tried to like it, but it was just trash. Yeah. How do you have a film based in 1984 and not play any music from 1984? Right. There is no. literally no, no. Mu- maybe one song, but, you know, terrible. Terrible. Missed yeah. opportunity. Hugely. Apparently, they didn't yes. want to pay the Huge. licensing for uh, or co- copyright to play music. Um, that leads me to the segment of what TiVo has been watching that you should watch. Um, all of mankind on Apple TV. Um, it's very interesting. It could be somewhat uh, slow and kind of soap, uh, soap operatic. Is that is that a word? I made it. Yeah, yes. Yeah. It's a word. Soap. But basically, it's a word. basically it's 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 sci-fi, but 
it's it, it's it's in like um it's like a what if almost like so what if the russians landed on the moon first and it and it changes everything john lennon was never assassinated uh, al gore was president um there's some other crazy stuff in there it's just really interesting at my, uh you know and then the cosmonauts and the astronauts and then you know the space shuttle and then the, you know um you know and i and i had finished it in like uh god a week uh three seasons four seasons uh season four is out now so comes out four every Friday. Se- okay so there's four seasons to this whole thing yeah yeah four seasons yeah so it's uh yeah it's 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 very interesting at least to me and that's all that matters that is all that matters the rest of it nobody else's opinion matters if it's good to yeah. tivo then it's good to tivo that's yeah. it yeah, I, I forward through okay. some of the dialogue. You know, I, I don't need to know about that. I just want to see, like, you know, the political, the space, the science stuff. There's some, you know, some some war stuff going on. It's pretty interesting. So that's what it is. Laura, you, you've got some fans in the uh, the comment right here. It says Laura plus wine. Oh, my glass is day. empty though. My yeah. glass is empty. No, but you you definitely was uh you were shooting that bad boy up earlier, weren't you? <laughs> You know, every once in a while, it's been a day. So it's like every once in a while, yeah, it's like, all right, yeah, yeah a bottle of wine's not going to hurt anybody. It just happened to fall on a Tuesday. So <laughs> sorry, guys. Actually, no, I'm not sorry. No, Deal with it. I apologize. Lords don't apologize to peasants. No. Right. I, I read pre- relatively clearly. I spoke clearly. I didn't swear. <laughs> you did you real good. don't apologize to peasants. I'm apologizing and unapologizing. Love it, it, brothers. Love it. (laughs) All right. Any last words? Okay. I split a bottle, Victor, with Anthony. Um, last words. Uh no. That was that was fun. Hopefully, you guys (laughs) enjoyed the show. I think it's a little bit more authentic when we don't have to just read verbatim and we kind of infuse. And and if you you know, I think me and Laura, we agreed to actually won't we came on the show we were just shooting this from the hip uh we we didn't read prior to this we just kind of like just went with it look how right i am though that's what wine does to me it, like makes my whole you're allergic you're allergic to there's wine. a yeah there's a sulfur or something oh sh- some shit in wine that does that um yeah. really yes. yeah i think it's okay. sulfur. anyway sulfur yeah, or satan's, here, sulfur or satan's blood one of the two i can't remember uh, anyway <laughs> All right, thank you, Laura. Marty, any last words? Yes, famous last words are Hold oh. My Beer by George Washington. Hold My Beer. Guys, thank you for joining us. <laughs> always <laughs> a, a new pleasure, sponsor as tonight. always. Bartles yeah. and James. Nah, bro, we don't drink no wine coolers up in here. Bartles and James. <laughs> Who remembers Bartles and James, man? What's Bartles? Right. And, I never even heard of that. Bartles and James. God damn it, Laura. You're just going to make us feel old all Bartles and James. You never heard of Bartles and James, really? It was a wine cooler. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, it was like the, the original wine coolers. Yeah, yeah. sorry. Chicks used to drink it in a... At least to me, chicks used to drink it in junior high. Yeah. yeah. We grew up in a yeah. different era. Yeah. yeah. yeah we grew up Name another wine era. cooler. Like, there's one that starts with like a... It sounds... What's another wine cooler? I know one wine cooler, I think. What? Vesma, Verma, something with a V. Vima, Vima. Yeah. Was Vima wine cooler? Yes, yes, sure, yes. yes. That's it. That's Zima. it Thank you, Rudy. Zena was Zena wine cooler. I got Zima. I got you. Zima. 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 Yeah. Zima. That's what I said. Zima. Well, yeah. 
I said, you guys yeah. are drinking Zima. I was drinking, uh, um, uh, uh, what was that? Crazy Horse. Remember Crazy Horse? Yeah. Malt. No. Good I, old malt liquor, man. I was, I was drinking Schlitz malt liquor, you know, back in my younger days, man. You know, you didn't make that much money when you were younger, right? I mean, shoot. Hell yeah. And, and malt liquor is cheaper and it gets you drunk. Day. Yeah. yeah it, Schlitz malt liquor was my go-to beer at the time. All right. You know, I haven't terrible, heard, I've terrible. heard of Crazy Turkey. I've heard, I've done Crazy Turkey or Wild Turkey. Crazy Wild, whatever. That's strong. That's a lot stronger. All right. Well, uh, we've kept you yeah, captive long <laughs> enough for Marty, Laura, Discovery Bay, and uh, Matt Damon, who can make it. He'll try to make it on Thursday's show. We will see you guys Thursday at 6 p.m. for the Shakers of the Week. Until next time, boys and girls, keep digging in them long boxes. Peace out. Bye.